When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Cody Schultz. It's hard to believe, but it's been almost five years since Stranger Things premiered on Netflix. Uh, The first season of Stranger Things was released on July 15, 2016. Since then, we've seen three great seasons of the show, and we're patiently slash impatiently waiting for season four. Uh, Today, to celebrate the five-year anniversary, um, which takes place July 15th, Um, We're going to talk about Stranger Things, share some of our favorite seasons, episodes, and characters, and then take a look at at, uh, what we know about Stranger Things Season 4 right now, which is not very much. So uh, should we just get started with the the favorite season of Stranger Things, Cody? Yeah, first, I just have to say, like, I can't believe it's been five years since the show premiered. Like, it doesn't seem that long ago. Like, when you look at the cast, like, you can see it, like, they, like, the core actors, like, the young actors have definitely grown up, like, since that first show. Like, they're all, like, teenagers now. And, like, but it's, like, when you hear that five years, I'm, like, it's really been that long. And so, yeah, that's just, that's crazy to me to think that we're five years removed from when this show started. Because I feel like this was really a show that put Netflix on the map and, like, mm-hmm. was their flagship show, like, as soon as it premiered, got everyone buzzing. Yeah, this is super weird for me because I feel like I've been, so I was hired by Fansided in 2016 um, to uh, run Netflix Life. So I've been here the whole time that Stranger Things has been on. And I can remember the day before the premiere, I think, maybe two days before the premiere, Netflix released like the first like eight minutes of the show. And I wrote up a post about like them releasing that first clip. And from the first clip, I was like very hooked. I was like, oh, this is the, the whole Will Byers thing going missing uh sign me up i love this kind of stuff um and then the watching the first season kind of catch fire uh on social media like was just it like there's just nothing i don't know if there's really been a netflix show like it that's had that type of like word of mouth uh success because no one knew what it was when it came out like it was really under the radar i don't you know i had winona Ryder in it that was kind of like the sell not very many people knew weren't like, you know, tuning in for like David Harbor. Now he's like, you know, in the MCU and uh, super young cast with like no real famous kid stars or anything like that. It was like very out of the blue and uh, just like wild watching how I think for like two to three months after the release, people were still talking about this. And like, I think that of all the shows, you know, and you probably get this too, writing about TV all the time. People are like, always like, oh, have you seen this show? Have you seen that show? I think Stranger Things, when the first season came out, was like most of my friends and family and stuff it, were like, oh my gosh, I just watched Stranger Things. Like we watched all eight episodes in like the first day. And like, yeah, I think that you're totally right that this is the show that kind of put Netflix on the map for like the binge watching thing. 
Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, it really does. And so, yeah, I think the, the best part, it's so hard. There's only been three seasons, but everyone's yeah. got their favorite. It's funny. I Mine's a close tie between one and three. I wasn't the biggest fan of season two, which mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, that seems to be a common consensus among like people I've, you know, talked to about the show. If I, I think if I had to pick between like season three, probably would be my favorite just because I loved how like they kind of broke off the storylines and like did like mm-hmm. the mini adventures with the scoop troop. And like, it's just, I don't know. It's just like the whole direction of that was kind of a fun season, but there's sometimes there's nothing better than like the first season. And they definitely had an incredible first season, which kind of sets the tone. I think for show success, like if you can't hook viewers that first season, like it's so important because once someone watches and then quits the show, like it's hard to get them back. And so they really did hit the ground running with season one. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that it same, I'm same as you season one and season three. I didn't hate season two by any means. It's just like, I think season one was such like a tight story in like so bingeable and just like that, like how they captured that like eighties vibe and like the, you know, I wasn't born in the eighties, but I watched a lot of the movies uh, that were set during that time too, when I was young and growing up and stuff. And so that, like that vibe really like drew me in. And then season three, how they just went so, so much bigger. Like you said, they split off the cast, had like the different pods. You had like, you know, Murray, Joyce, Hopper doing their thing, Scoops Troop, and then like the Griswold family or whatever they called themselves. I can't remember if that was uh, what it was. And then, uh, yeah, I think that that, that, um, I don't know the, the groupings and how they pair the characters together worked so well. But I did love season two as well. I've just loved this show. It's crazy that there's only like 25 episodes and it's been out for five years, right? <laughs> yeah, that, I didn't even really think about that. Yeah, that's true. Like uh-huh. it, it's one of those shows that it's been around five years now, but because they do the shortened episodes, like seasons, mm-hmm. it has only had like this certain like small number, which I yeah. feel like that's a testament to the show itself. Like, if you only have like, you know, a couple dozen episodes and it's still so regarded as like one of the best shows. Yeah, I agree. Um, so what was, uh, speaking of episodes, what was, uh, do you have a favorite episode? Yeah, I don't know the title, but the episode that just like jumps out is the, the episode where Steve and Robin kind of had like the, the truth serum drug, whatever it was in their system. So they're kind of like freaking out and dusting them or like babysitting them almost like they're like putting them in the seat. Like they just played that scene so well, like the whole time through, it was just like such a fun episode. Of course there was plenty of stuff going on, but it's just like, that's what stranger things has done. Well, like adding that humor in the midst of all this craziness, this drama, this horror, like of these monsters attacking this town and they find those humorous moments. And it's just, it's so fun um, I just, I was a big fan of the Scoops Troop in general. So like any, really any scene with those characters <laughs> yeah. was the winner for me. Like anything with them did it for me. So, but what about you? What was your, if you had to pick a favorite? Yeah, I think so. I think that was like chapter six or chapter seven of season three. I think the pilot, like I said, it like brings back like the nostalgia of the pilot is like hard for me to be like, do I like this episode the best? Or is it just like when I watch that episode, like it transports me back to that time that I watch, you know, when you watch it the first time and like the feel of the show, I think the, in terms of like the style and just like the drama and like suspense, like, I don't think that you could really beat the, the last episode of season three, the battle of the of star court, you know, with, you have the scene with 11 and Billy at the same time that you've got the Joyce Hopper, you know, she's going to turn the thing and destroy the machine and, you know, kill Hopper in the blast, et cetera. And then, uh, yeah, the whole, then the, the bet, like, I know that this is so polarizing, but the never ending, never ending story theme <laughs> in that episode was 
I don't know why I liked it so much, but it was like, to me, it was like the perfect break in the drama. Like it was like reminded me that this is like supposed to be fun at the same time. Also the other episode from season two, when 11 comes back and there's that moment, it's like the, that's not maybe the best episode. Um, but that moment when 11 kills the Demogorgon things that are outside the house and then walks back in and everyone is, thought she's been dead the whole time that moment for me too is is good but yeah so those three things some combination there is uh my favorite episode yeah that never-ending story like scene was just i i'm among the fans who enjoyed it like it just was like so <laughs> random but it was just like such a fun break in all the drama like they bust down in song it was just, like one of those like fun moments um and i think sometimes the unexpected moments like that turn into like some of the best moments whether they're polarizing among fans I, I feel mm-hmm. like some scenes you're not like when you do those kind of interesting like breaks and that like it does polarize the audience but I thought it was such like a genius plot like I never <laughs> anticipated that was going to be no. a big talking moment yeah and like it, I don't know it could, like it went with the vibe of the season I've said vibe way too many times but like the colors of the mall and like it seemed like it was all supposed to be fun but it was like super super dark I mean you had like the flayed getting you know melting into that giant monster thing like that was horrifying and then it's chasing them and then you just have that boom just the break into song and it was like yeah to me it felt like the perfect break in like reminder that like this is an 80s show we're supposed to have fun with it too even though it's been really kind of dark and dreary but yeah i think that I'm, I'm curious if they'll they'll be able to capture that vibe in the god i said vibe again um in the in the fourth season because it seems like the fourth season is setting up to be really, really dark. And that's what everyone keeps saying. Um, all the cast is saying, like, this is the biggest season ever. This is the darkest we've ever done it, which is kind of crazy with what happened in season three and like how they we thought that Hopper died and now he's in like a prison camp. Like, it just seems like that's going to be really, really dark. Yeah, definitely. I think it's gonna definitely it's going to be one of those interesting seasons. I just hope like <laughs> I think we're just so ready for to get here. Like we will take anything. Yeah. But yeah, so I think we talked about favorite episodes. Do you have a favorite character? Who do you think is like the best character? Mm, this is tough because I like everyone. I think that I feel probably like the most, uh, I really like Steve's like transition, you know, from like bad guy to like very good guy, like with like mom, dad in between, you know, babysitter in there. Um, I think Dustin is great also. I think I really like Dustin and I kind of like, I don't know, sympathize and empathize with his character a lot. And, but I think my all time, like, I just love 11. I think that 11 is like the character that kind of holds this whole show together without 11 who like, this is just a bunch of random people trying to save the world, but she's the one that actually like does it time and time again. So uh, I like 11, I think. What about you though? Yeah. I'm very much in the same boat with with Steve. I think it's one of my (laughs) favorites. It's one of those ones where watching season one, I'm like, I don't think I should be rooting for this guy, but I can tell there's going to be like some redemption for this character. Like they made that kind of like clear, like he, he had that walk that line season one, but you kind of see like there was that glimmer of like there's redemption coming. And then they really did a good job with season two and season three. I just, I think I'm drawn to those kind of like characters, like with Teen Wolf yeah. styles was one of my favorite, like that kind of character uh-huh. who in the midst of all this craziness finds the humor and like brings those like funny light moments. Um, I feel like Steve is very much that for stranger things. Uh, I also, Robin was a favorite in season three. Like I feel like she was a breakout one. Of course, 11, it's hard not to mention her when you're talking about things. It's like, 
to exclude Eleven from the list of like favorite characters, <laughs> just because like, what are you watching? Like, are you watching the same show if she's not like a character you like and like she's like in your top five? But if like you said, like it's got such a good ensemble that really there's so many, like every person could watch the show and have a different favorite character and each reason could be just as strong because each of these characters right. are so layered and there are so many different things. So like even the villains, like it's fun to root it for like some of the villains, the way they're you know portrayed and written. So I think it's just a testament to the show. Exactly. Yeah. I think also I should mention Erica because I think that she's like the fan favorite character and like the not comic relief all of the time because there's been some serious moments with Erica and stuff too, but just the line, like scene stealer. Absolutely. Yeah. My, I have told you before my favorite, like the line that stands out to me for some <laughs> yeah. whatever reason is you can't spell America without Erica. I don't know why exactly. that line sticks with me, but I love that line for some reason. Like it was just was perfect delivery. And she was one of those characters where I wasn't like the biggest fan in like season one or two, but then season three, like the way they wrote her and kind of, use the character mm-hmm. more in the central storylines um, was just genius and perfect. Yeah. And how she goes toe to toe with like Murray and Hopper, <laughs> like when they're talking about the, like the plan to get into the Russian base or whatever, I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is so good. So we've got the five year anniversary coming up. I believe it's July 15th, Thursday. So do you anticipate, are we going to see anything, any news about season four teaser trailers, anything like that? What do you think? Yeah, to me, I feel like Netflix has to do something. Nothing's been confirmed Mm -hmm. or announced. And I don't really think anything's been teased yet, which we've seen like the Stranger Things writers, Twitter handle and all that. Like they're good for like teasing things at times. But I feel like you don't let like a five year anniversary of a show pass without dropping something. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm hoping we kind of had that theory running where like the four promos, just because of how they've done the numbers that we think they're going to do like four teasers before maybe the official trailer or something or the official release date. So maybe they drop like the third in that sequence. They, maybe they do like some kind of announcement of another sort. I doubt we're going to season released. Like that would be the key thing. Like I know fans would go nuts if they were to tell us like when the season was coming, but I feel like they have to do something to acknowledge the anniversary. Yeah. I think we might get like a, you know, commemorative video or like a look back or uh, something like that. I'm not expecting anything new just based on like, it doesn't seem like that they're done filming. And I don't think we're going to see like, you know, anything big until they're completely done just because of like the situation with the pandemic and everything. Like it might just be too hard to like, be like, we're going to release it then when production is still going. So I think that maybe just like, yeah, something cool, like a new poster maybe a video with the cast. That would be, I think the coolest thing if we could get, you know, them talking about like the fans or, you know, uh, celebrating five years of stranger things or like a table read. That would be really cool. If we could get like the table read from uh, one of the episodes of season three, I'm sure that they record those things. So that would be cool if we could get uh, something like that. So if we, if we don't get the new teaser, which up in the air, it could happen. Like I'm not saying it won't, but I, I'm just like, when it comes to the show, I just try to be like as level-headed as possible. Like, I don't want to get my emotions involved because I definitely want to see the next teaser. When do you think it could come out? Because it's been about two months since we saw the last one, I think. Yeah, I think the optimist in me is like, yes, we're going to get the teaser. Like, surely they'll drop that for us on like the anniversary day. But I do feel like there was a large gap between the first and second teaser. I can't remember how many, I think it was like several months um, yeah. It wasn't like a little window of like, you know, three no. or four months or something. It was a long gap. So it could be another long gap for this one. Like, could they possibly, if they go the six month route, I think that would put us at like October, November, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we get something in the fall. I think it's really going to come down to like 
the fact that they're still filming and so much is still up in the air. I'm hopeful maybe we'll get, even if it's just a little brief teaser of some kind on the yeah. anniversary, that would be nice. But I could easily see it coming later in the year, like in the fall. I can't remember who it was on Twitter. It was one of the Stranger Things um, news slash fan accounts. Uh, but they were teasing some rumors maybe that it could be about like the buyers. Like we've already seen the the first one was about Hopper being in Russia. Second one was about 11. The, the third one they were, they teased was or this account was saying that they were, or they were speculating that it could be about the buyers and then it could be coming soon, which I mean, who knows if that's true or not. And who knows what soon is. It's such a relative term, uh, you know, especially in the world of stranger things. We've got three seasons in five years. What is soon? Uh, mean anyway. Uh, but yeah, I think that hopefully we'll see something this year and then maybe we'll see the fourth one maybe before the release date in early 2022, if that's how things go. That's what I'm hoping for. Do we have any other updates uh, to share? I don't have much, uh, but I do have one kernel, but I was going to check with you to see if you had anything. Yeah, I feel like I remember seeing something on one of the Stranger Things, like spoiler accounts, that filming mm-hmm. is recently wrapped or is like about to wrap. And I think Atlanta, is that where they film? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I think they're, the, they're going, what, to New Mexico to do some filming, I think, next? Yeah, that's what that was exactly what I was going to say. Too. So we've seen the same thing. Um, so, yeah, that's basically what uh, I think that, yeah, they're going to wrap, which was what um, a few of the cast members said that they were going to wrap in August. Uh, so I think that stuff is winding down in Atlanta and we don't know what they're going to shoot in New Mexico or how that factors in. But Nef- uh, Netflix has a big production hub there and they're going to do something either outdoor, indoor. We don't know um, in New Mexico. I'm assuming it's going to be like, you know, for the like where the buyers live like now because uh, they moved <laughs> from Hawkins. So that's like the only thing that I can think of, unless it's like they have some stages there that are better than the ones in Atlanta or different or something like that. Uh, that they need to go to New Mexico for. But yeah, so I think that with filming going to wrap up here pretty soon, hopefully there won't be any major delays and then we'll see um, Stranger Things season four in the spring. Any last thoughts, I guess we're almost out of time um, that you want to share about Stranger Things. Yeah. I think if, you know, if you haven't already watched it, definitely don't be, I was late to the (laughs) game and it's definitely one of those shows that's worth watching. Highly, highly recommend it. I feel like it's just one of those. The only problem is you have to join like the rest of us. Once you catch up with waiting Mm -hmm. until Netflix, like gives us anything like that's always the hard part with Netflix shows is that wait between seasons because they do such a good job of leaving you with one, like wanting more, like you want that next episode. Mm And then there's the gaps between seasons, but I think it's promising that we're hearing the seasons or like they're filming, finishing wrapping. Cause we've heard a lot of rumors about August being like when they're going to finish. And I feel like with yeah. the fact that they, they finish now in Atlanta, they're moving on to the last place. Like it seems like we're nearing the end of the finish line. So hopefully we're starting to get into that new cycle of Netflix, giving us more than just like a kernel here and there and getting some real legit updates. Yeah, I agree. I think in, I'm sure everyone's working super hard on the season. So like, it doesn't do any good to go and, you know, like we all know that it's been a long time, but it's like, I don't know. We're all waiting. Everyone's going to watch it. No one's not going to watch it because it was a long time between seasons. And if you say that you are, you're probably lying because you'll watch it eventually. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, But yeah, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you all next time. 
saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. 